Welcome to Changing Culture with Devin and Kim. I'm Devin. And I'm Kim. We are a husband and wife team whose heart is to transform the world from dark to light. Showing the world the heart of the Father and advancing the kingdom. Welcome to Changing Culture with Devin and Kim. I'm Devin. And I'm Kim. And today we're talking about being content in your singleness. Um, It's something that a lot of people struggle with. I know I did. Um, And I think you did. You said that you have as well, Kim. A little. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll kind of tell our stories and how it happened for us. um, And what led us to being content in our singleness before. Before we met each other. Right. Uh, so for me, I was never content in my singleness, like <laughs> from like middle school on until just a short while before meeting Kim. Um, and then, so I, at a very young age, I wanted to be married young. Like when I was in middle school, I was like, I want to be married when I'm, I want to get married when I'm like 18 or 19. I have no idea why I was like that. I just really wanted a family. Um, That's sweet though. (laughs) And thankfully I now have an amazing one. (laughs) Um, And so I would, I would date girls a lot of times because they liked me. Um, it wasn't because they fit what I was looking for, really. It was just that they liked me. So I thought, hey, if they like me, there's a better chance of this thing working out and us getting together and mm-hmm. such. But what that led to is that then I wasn't finding the people that were really right for me. I was finding people that, yeah, they liked me, but then when we actually started dating, it just wasn't a good fit. And at one point I actually almost proposed to a girl who was completely wrong for me. Um, it was a very, uh, not great relationship. It was very, there was a lot of control stuff with it. Um, and ultimately I was not sticking to what I believed Mm-hmm. While I was dating her, because I was afraid that if I did, she wouldn't date me. Um, she had different beliefs than I did, um, and there were a lot of there were a lot of struggles with that. Um, so that wasn't working well. And then I had someone close to me, actually my mother, that said to me, "Are you sure that you want to spend the rest of your life with her?" Because you need to be sure before you take that step. Yeah. And I thought about that <clears throat> basically nonstop for about two weeks. And at the end, I realized that she wasn't. It wasn't the type of relationship I wanted to have for the rest of my life. And it was like an aha moment for me. Um, cause I had never really contemplated something like that as far as like, is this the person I really want to spend the rest of my life with? I just contemplated, is this someone that would, that might marry me <laughs> and give me a family? And so then I realized I broke up with her. Um, and then 
I kind of just started thinking about that every time I would start dating someone or consider dating someone. Um, and eventually I, about a little over a year later, I met Kim and immediately it was like, I need to get to know her better. Like it was, I can't explain what it was like, but it was incredible. And I just, I knew that I needed to get to know her for some reason right away. And by the time we were dating for Mm -hmm. even like a week or two before we became an official couple, I knew she was the woman for me. And I knew that I was going to marry her. And I knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. And now I get to. So so what, one of the things I learned through that is that if you're not contending your singleness, you're going to wind up settling for someone that's not right for you. Yeah, for sure. And then you're either going to be miserable or it's going to end. And we as Christians, we don't want that. Like that's not the godly way to do marriage. And so in what I learned is you have to make sure that you're dating, that you're with that person for the right reasons and not just, Oh, they could marry me and give me a family. And I really want to get married and I'm getting older and I'm not going to get married in time. I'm never going to find someone. Yeah. You can't think like that because you will find someone. It's a matter of finding the right person. And the sooner you realize that and stop dating these people that aren't the right person where you're settling, the sooner you will find that right person. God will bring them into your life and it will be amazing and you'll never look back. That was good. That was good. (laughs) But, okay, so I have a question though. So, Uh that time between you broke up with her and me, was it like a constant thing though in the back of your mind, like every time you would talk to a girl? Because I know some some women who are like it's constantly on their mind so every time they interact with the guy they're like is this the one is this the one and you know and so um so which can be frustrating but it can be hard to not constantly think about it when is a desire yeah so that's part of it is i stopped thinking like that okay and i started just like actually getting to know the person because if you think is this person the one every time you meet someone before you even get to know them, then you're looking at them through these glasses mm-hmm. where you don't see the real them. You see what you, you see a romanticized version of them. And so, because you yeah. want that. Um, and then it just doesn't work well. Like you won't truly evaluate whether that's the right person for you. Because you're so focused on, is that, are they the one? Mm-hmm. Instead of being focused on getting to know them and really seeing how you click organically. Right. But at the same time, when you do decide that you want to date a person, mm-hmm. marriage should be kind of like... Yeah, you know. like... One of the things I thought about before I actually asked him out is um, whether or not I could see myself marrying her at all. 
Um, because if you can't see yourself marrying someone, not like at, at the beginning dating stages, you don't have to be sure yet because yeah. you're not making that lifelong commitment yet. But you do need to make sure that you could possibly see yourself marrying that person. Because if you can't even possibly see yourself marrying that person, what's the point of dating them? It's just a waste of both waste, your time. It's a waste of time. And it may uh, keep you where you're not single and when you do run into that right person that could be right for you to marry. Yeah. And I think that's a, an important part, too, is when you guys are dating, you know, and you're still figuring each other out, figuring out, is this the one... It's why it's super important to have boundaries and yes. to not, you know, just you have to make it up in your mind first, even before you start dating that, you know, you want to stay pure. You want to save yourself for marriage or even if you've already, you know, have done the deed in the past from like you want to say from this day forward, I want to because sex can ruin the whole whole situation. Yep. It will. You're hormones and emotions get um, all involved and you're not thinking clearly it's just it's just it just doesn't work that way so but when you have a clear mind you're able to see so many flaws yeah. and so many like oh this is this is gonna work or oh this is not gonna work um when sex gets involved sometimes you have you have like you said earlier you have a different pair of lenses and sometimes you don't see those flaws until it's too late and you're already married. Yeah. It's like you're looking through rose-colored glasses. For sure. So, um, with me about staying single, it kind of, I think, my story and your story kind of started off similar. I think as a kid, I always wanted, um, you know, to be married with kids and have a whole bunch of kids. Um, but then I think I just dated guys that, I think they did kind of just like me or I was basically... I didn't know who I was, so, and when we don't know who we are, we don't know who our identity is in Christ, we have a void that really only God can fill, but when we're not realizing that, we fill it with other things. It could be sex, drugs, mm -hmm. whatever. So I was filling it with different boyfriends and stuff, and they were all horrible. They all, <laughs> uh, they just were not the right one, but I felt I would stay in these horrible relationships longer than I needed to because I I wasn't secure or confident in myself. I didn't know who I was. And so I was like, well, this is the best I can get. So I might as well, you know, I think I was afraid of being single because if I was single, I might always be single. So I might as well, you yeah. know, stay in this Definitely. horrible relationships because, it, yeah, because at least I'm in a relationship, you know. And um, the last one for sure before, um, Devin was just really bad and I stayed in it way too long and there was like warning signs from the beginning and, um, yeah, just completely ignored them. Um, and it wasn't, and it wasn't a healthy relationship either. It was very, um, there's verbal abuse and everything. And so, um, but I thought this is the best I can get. Oh my gosh. That's what I thought. And so finally I we broke up um and it was total god thing like we got an argument and he's just being mean calling me a bunch of names and then um i did i was this is before i rededicated my life to god so i was in the bathroom about to cry because he's just 
saying these horrible things to me, and I just heard a voice, which was the Holy Spirit, but I didn't know at this time. At the time, it yeah. was like, "It's time to, it's time for you to leave." And I'm just like, "What? What's going on?" <laughs> and I just heard it, like this, this small voice in the back of my mind. You know, it's time to leave. And I just all of a sudden got this overwhelming amount of peace and courage, and I was like, "Yeah." It is time to go. <laughs> and, I remember, and we were living in sin. You know, we were living together. Um, he left for work. And I moved all of his crap into the spare bedroom. And I was came back home. And I was like, we're done. And um, so I eventually moved out, got my own place. And it was just this time where I was alone for the first time in my life. Um, because it was... Right after I started dating him, right after um, I left college, so I, I wasn't like in a dorm room. I wasn't with roommates. I wasn't home with my parents. I wasn't living with my ex. It was the first time I was literally living by myself, and so I think it was a lot of time of like, it was kind of scary, and so I think that kind of pulled me back to God too, because I'm like, yeah. oh, I live by myself for the first time, and so um. Anyways, I rededicated my life to God, and then I read this book by Chris Ballatin called Moral Revolution. It came with a workbook and everything, and it completely changed my mind, my whole mindset of staying pure and what that means. And I was just like, <gasps> because sometimes as, as Christians, especially when we kind of grow up in stricter um should I say this? Denominations. Yeah. Like I grew up, I grew up Baptist. And so I just knew like, you're not supposed to have sex to marriage. Okay. Why? Because you're not supposed to. It was like just part of the, they just, it was like they tacked it onto the 10 commandments of things you're not supposed to do, but it was no, like, I was never explained why or the importance of saving yourself for marriage or or any of that. It wasn't really explained. It was just, don't do it. And yeah. so, it's like, okay, well, if you're not making it important or showing me the value of it, then you just say no. It's just, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't connecting. So, um, but the book completely, like, opened my eyes and I was, like, just completely fell in love with Jesus. And I was like, I'm going into ministry. <laughs> And I'm going to be like Paul in the Bible. And I'm going to be traveling and blah, blah, blah. And I don't need no man. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I like, went all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And I was yeah. like a little crazy. I was Just a little, little. I was. I literally was praying for the gift of celibacy. <laughs> I would pray all the time. God, please give me the gift of celibacy. I never want to be in a relationship with you again. I just want to go full-time ministry and travel the world and help all these people. And um, so I was very content. Very, very content um, being single during that time. Before, no, I was always looking for a boyfriend and staying in relationships. But then I, so that was one in the spectrum. And the whole other end was, I don't, I don't need to be in a relationship. I was so in love with with God and that's the main difference between I think my past and then when I was singles God finally filled that I let him fill that void in my life with him 
So I was completely full. I, I was so full with his love and finally knowing who I was and finally being healed from all that brokenness that I was like, I don't need anybody. But then at the same time, I would kind of think, but wait, maybe I do want to get married in the future. And yeah. I would kind of go back and forth. And I felt like I had to let God know. <laughs> I, was, I put God in a box and I was like, I'm good right now being single. But what if like in a couple of years I want to be married? I need to let him know now instead of like, it's God. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> he already, he already had it planned. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was completely content being single until later, right, kind of right before you, I realized that God spoke to me and he was like, it's not that you want to be single. You're afraid of being in a relationship because of all your past relationships. And you think that if, if you go into a relationship, you'll just be, you know, a wife and a mom and you won't be able to do ministry. And I would, and the words that I heard that really like shook me, he said, I would never put you in a relationship where I, you couldn't do what I called you to do. And I was just like, boom. That, yeah, that's, that's deep. <laughs> I was like, boom. Oh, okay. And so I just kind of was like, okay, well, if I get married, I get married. If I don't, I don't. And, uh, yeah, there's other, you know, guys who I was like, is this the one? But God knows how to say no very well. And he'd shut those doors real quick. Yup. And so I was just kind of chilling. And then this handsome fella came along. And I the weirdest thing, it was like not even thinking about being in a relationship, really. And he comes along. And, and I'm like these weird feelings. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, why? why do I feel this way towards him? Tried to like, no, I'm not ready to, no, this is too soon. Cause I was just like, I'm not, no, it's going to come later or something. I, I thought it was going to be in ministry like full time. And then my husband would come along and it's all, it's like the next week. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what's going on? Why do I, why do I have these feelings towards this guy who I just met? Uh, cause I'm amazing. <laughs> But, or just yeah. God put them there. <laughs> it was both, but our relationship, I think, was definitely a definitely a God thing. It was definitely a God thing. I would not. I mean, I don't want to sound like arrogant, like, but people can't do <laughs> what we did unless you're like have a really good, I think, foundation with God. Because I would never suggest that you get married as quickly as we did yeah we met in august and we're <laughs> married the following july yeah and less than a month and it was the end of august yeah that we met. like the last week <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but yeah. we got but we met in august right and then started dating in like mid-september mid-september and then we were engaged in december yeah and married in july and married in July. And <laughs> so it went very quickly. Um, and that's just, that was just us. Like 
that's not normal. It's not normal. Uh, if we have, like, when our kids are older, we, you know, we're going to be like, don't, you can't do what we, what we do. Like, <laughs> but it was a total God thing. Like, I, yeah, I can't explain it. It was, we, I mean, it was just. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and the book that Kim talked about earlier, we'll link that in the description. Yeah. Um, if you want to check that out. Uh, anything you want to say about that book? Um, it's, I think everyone should read it. It even has like a workbook for a one, like a separate one for women, a separate one for men. Um, we'll and see you, if we can link those as well. Yeah. And it goes through, goes through like, I think it's a 40 day workbook. So every day it goes through a little passage of the book and then kind of talks about, ask you questions and you can fill it out. And it, it definitely helped me in my season of singleness to really like focus on you know, what on myself. And I think it helps because it made it okay that if you want to be married for those guys and girls that like are constantly thinking about it, like don't feel shame for that. Like don't worry about is God gonna, you know, send me my husband because yeah. God will give you the desires of your heart. If you really want to be married, it will happen. You just have to wait on God. And while you're waiting, focus on yourself. Focus on him. Focus. Do whatever you can. You know, travel. Go back to school. Start a business. There's so many things you can do to kind of yeah. take your mind so off. So much stuff. So much. But if you want to be married, God will, you know. It'll happen. It will happen. Like, so don't rush it. But don't yeah. feel ashamed for having those feelings. Because they're completely normal. You know, it's a desired, you know, if you want to be married. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of how we got past our issues with being content in singleness and mm -hmm. got to the point of being content with it. Yeah. Um, so I hope that helps some of you. Um, and if it doesn't, I'm <laughs> sad, but if it does, that's awesome. We'd love to hear from you either in the comments section or at our email um, which or Facebook, um, all of which we will link down below. Yeah. And yeah, just keep on following the Jesus life and trying to change how you see God and how you see what you should be doing um, to better the church as a whole um, mm -hmm. and changing our culture because it's all done one person at a time. Yes. We're not, there's not going to be some magical person who comes in and just suddenly says, okay, this is changing. And the culture suddenly has this huge <laughs> shit. No, it, it's, it's going to take all of us working together, um, changing mindsets and taking it one step at a time. Right. So I think that's about it for today. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.